Hi, welcome to Ghost Man Radio Station. And sometimes I get guests saying, Oi, Mark, can I come back on? I always say, Of course you can. So, you may have heard of him before, but you're going to hear him again. It's Joseph M. Leonard. And he's going to just tell us a little bit about who he is before he talks about his latest book. Yeah, I uh, am the number one Amazon bestseller of Terror Strikes coming soon to a city near you. And being on other shows, or and like having been on your show to talk about that book, uh, I'm from the Detroit, Michigan area, and it's Joseph M. Leonard. It looks like Leonard, but it's Leonard, but there's no O in it. Uh, and I have to make that distinction because there is a Joseph Leonard out of North Carolina that's an author, so I have to make sure people understand the distinction between us. Uh, other shows have asked me to come back on to, rather than just talk about terror strikes coming soon to a city near you, but the writing and publishing process that it took to bring that to market. So after doing a half dozen of those shows, I decided, hey, there's obviously a market for a book on that. So I wrote how to write a book and get it published in steps and techniques. Now, there are indeed a bunch of books about publishing on Amazon, but that's all they cover. It doesn't cover a more a broader, comprehensive, uh, you know, without being 500 pages, of course, because the book is too expensive. But I touch on the creative writing process of it, uh, your publishing options, and then post-publishing promotion, like coming on shows like yours to promote the book, and what to expect from reviews. So I go into a lot more than other books that you know pretend to cover uh, publishing and writing. Uh, so how to write a book and get it published, hints, tips, and techniques is meant to be a little more broader and comprehensive and was inspired by those other podcasts that had me on to talk about it. And in fact, I use a cheat that's one of the hints, tips, and techniques in the book. So for someone like you that has a podcast, you can take your podcast, your top 10 podcasts, however you define that, have them transcribed, and they're already made chapter for a book for you. Then you can just clean up the transcription, write, you know, some additional thoughts on that subject matter, and bam, you've got a book. Because they were asking about writing and publishing. I've done those shows, so I was able to have those transcribed and have some ready-made materials cut and paste into chapters on cover design, character development, publishing options, uh, a bit about reviews, and those sorts of things. That was able to then allow me to write the book in a far shorter period of time than it would normally take. I like that idea because when I started writing, I didn't know what to do. I basically self-published and 
I suppose the machine is okay. They only give you, like you say, they only give you the basics of what to do. I mean, they don't really say to you, oh, you should make your book stand out a bit more. Or, you know, because you do, sta- I mean, I use the standard book covers that everybody uses, you know, just plain basic to say, basically because I didn't know what I was doing so much back then. Now, 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 now I would change it, but I've just kept them as they are because I can't be bothered to go back and change the covers. It's just too awkward. Yeah, once they're released, yeah, if you're changing a cover, unless if you're making additional changes within the book, uh, it, it's almost in a sense a false advertisement, like you're presenting a different book. But, selling the same book. But yes, you're right. As I say in the cover design portion and repeat in the publishing options, there are some things that are repeated because they uh, bear repeated. Like the don't judge a book by its cover, Meredith, right? That's a load of crap. People do judge people by their look and especially you judge a book by its cover. That's the first thing they see. And if you don't grab them with your cover, they're going to see nothing else about your book. They're not going to turn it over and read the blurb to learn a bit more about what's inside. They're not going to potentially open it to maybe read a portion to see if it grabs them. So yeah, if you don't grab them with your cover, you don't sell books. I'm just having a look in your book now, the little uh, bit that uh, Amazon let you have a look at. You know, the little... Yeah, the look inside feature. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant, that bit. In the book, yeah. I, I always like to look in there. I think I like the bit where you got, for starters, so you think you decided to write a book. Think about this. Some of the best stories you ever read, or will ever read, come from unknown authors. Because we always think that the authors we know now because they're famous now, they weren't once upon a time sitting in a little office somewhere, writing this little book thinking, oh, I might get famous one day. Right, Stephen King, James Patterson, Tom Clancy, J.K. Rowling was a nobody at some point, and look at her now. Right? <laughs> I think it's probably people think, remember that. As you know, being an author, you can write a big hit, and you know, but it could be your first book. It, but then again, it could be your 500th book that somebody says, somebody says, oh, I like what you do, and um, and some suddenly you get a surge of people buying it. You cannot. It's not a defined science as such, is it? Correct. Exactly. I I would. I like to say that there's a market for virtually anything and everything. But whether that means you sell a thousand books or 10 million books, you know, there's a lot of wiggle room there. Uh, And promoting uh, is the key. And we, as unknowns now, uh, I was just on a, a podcast on some real shit the other day, the show. Uh, and we were discussing that. It's like the movie uh, where the crawdash thing or whatever that is with Daisy Edgar Jones. Uh, great movie. 
and we love it. It's a little slow, but it's a great, it's kind of an old school storytelling movie. And not to give a big spoiler, I'm not going to give a big spoiler here, but she is complimented for her illustrations, and it is suggested she should publish a book. It's said in the past, and indeed in the past, the only way you could become published was to run off copies of your work and send it to the publishers and hope and pray one of them would be interested enough to take the chance on you and invest in you to publish you. Times have changed. Now, your, your chances of getting published through the traditional big publishing houses are slim. They want to stick with their known quantities, their Kings, their Plants, their Pattersons, their Rollins, that they know they've got a built-in million books to be sold every time they pen something. They are not willing to take a chance on many new people, unless if they see you've got the next Harry Potter in you, you've got a series that you've written most of, that they're ready to turn the books out. So for most of us, and like Bruce Flurry says in the afterword of my book, uh, self-publishing, or as I like to call it, assisted publishing, because there are, you know, differences in firms, and I go into that in the publishing options of the book to help teach people understand these. I went with Illumify and McHenry, their subsidiary partner companies, uh, because they're an assistant, they're a higher-end assistant publishing firm, they do more for you. Although I mentioned outskirts, they're a lower-end self-publishing. Uh, and one of uh, Illumify and McHenry have former HarperCollins uh, people and, you know, from the big places. So I know they know what they're doing. They've got decades of experience, but so they've been in the industry, they've been there, they've done that, they offer more for you, but you've got these options now where we didn't have them in the past. It's like online music also. In the past, you had to have a band, you had to record your band, you sent cassettes of your band to record labels in hopes that somebody somewhere would hear it and say, oh, I think I can help sell them and sign you to a record deal. Now, people record their music digitally on their laptop, upload it to a site, and sell the rent everybody. Assisted publishing kind of is that equivalent for the writer, for the author industry and the book industry. Uh, we have more options. You don't have to rely on others. If you have a book in you, whether it's for your own self-fulfillment or just a family legacy book that you're not even likely going to sell unless if there's a celebrity in your book pile somewhere that someone would be interested in hearing more about. You put in a hundred books, give it to family and friends. That's an important personal accomplishment and something of value for your family or potentially You've got the next terror strikes coming soon to the city near you, and you become the number one Amazon bestseller like me. 
I like the passion you've got, uh, Joseph, because I I know how passionate you are to encourage other people to go out there and basically just write. I mean, like you said, you don't have to. I think most people would, like I wrote my books, I purposely wrote it for myself, and I'm thinking, oh, wait, someone likes them, fine. Yeah, I haven't wrote, written anything for a long time now because that sort of. Uh, Inspiration's gone for the moment. You, you know, you lose it for a bit, don't you? Yeah, everybody, writer's block is discussed in the book. <laughs> everybody gets it from time to time. And yeah, every, again, everybody is different. So where your inspiration comes from. And again, like you said, uh, and part of my point, if, if you are a writer for your own self-gratification, make it sound like you were saying, you did it. I don't care what your motivation is. Uh, I try to cover uh, for broadly each situation. Uh, you know, if your goal is to become the next Stephen King, good luck to you. I, I'm just being honest and upfront that your chances are slim, but... I'm also at the same time saying, go for it. Don't give up on that dream. Go for it. And as you said, I think you've got to use every facility possible to sell your book or promote your book. And like you say, podcasting, like my podcast and other podcasts, are a very good way of getting it out there. More instantly than going on a TV show or a YouTube channel. Because sometimes... YouTube channel can be filmed four months in advance and you might have to wait four months for that episode to come out because they like to edit it and edit it again and re-edit it. We're podcasting mostly. I just keep mine as it is. I mean, I know some do the bells and whistles and all that, but I just put it out as it is. But that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, this will come out before the end of this month, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so before I forget then, let me share with your audience that you can go to goodreads.com and enter to win one of 20 copies of How to Write a Book and get it published in Tips and Techniques for free. Uh, and I've got a shortcut, otherwise it's hard to find. You can use tinyurl.com slash write and oh write and publish supplement. That's that's actually an article on the book. 
some very fantastic reviews on here all five star I have to say and if um, people please check it out I'm reading them myself they're all five star I'm not I'm not making them up um, I won't read them because that's unfair on them but you can easily read it on amazon.com or any other sites you can get yourself a free sample yeah, it's going to be a little while. The book kind of got delayed. It was supposed to come out December 15th uh, due to issues with the cover and the typesetting and things. It got delayed till December 29th. So it got on Amazon right in May uh, on the 29th. But due to holiday lag and, and, and those sorts of things, it may still take a bit more time before it shows up at the, like the Barnes and Noble. Yeah, but that... You- you know what I mean? It, it, it will be more available later on. I mean, it won't take long. But it's a process, unfortunately, that you... as a, Another thing authors have to put up with is you may think, oh, just because I've published on Amazon, I'll go sell millions. But you have to publish it at as many places as they'll let you publish it. Because some will say, oh, you've already, you've already got it on Amazon. Sorry, bye. <laughs> Close yourself off 
It's very true. Yes, I, I quite agree. I mean, I got I do a lot. I've got a lot of stuff on um, smash words as well. No, I haven't heard of that one, no. Yeah, because I've learned that. I've learned if you yeah. t- take too much to heart, you just want to give up. And you think, why should I give up? I mean, that's just one per- If one person likes the book, well, it's one person. I mean, as I said about Smash Bros, one thing I do like, I know you don't make no money out of it, but you can do a lot of giving away your books for free. But by that way, you do promote your book. And yeah. I, I know you don't get no money from it, but you get more people looking at it suddenly. Oh, it's free. Oh, look at that. Well, that's the case with Bigfoot reviews. Yeah, with Smashwords, you're getting access to other markets where your books do sell. And the good thing about Smashwords is they have a gift certificate option on your book. 
So people can buy a gift certificate to give your book to a friend without necessarily buying the book, getting it shipped to them, and physically giving the book. But as for the reviews, there are people who, again, personally want to attack you through your book. Just ignore those people. And, you know, some uh, negative reviews can be legitimate. Uh, like, in my Terror Strikes Pen Info's last reviews page, I cover a review from Susan in Australia, and she wrote me a negative review. Well, I, my publisher says to me, why would you put a negative review on your reviews page? And I said, because then I can explain why I think she didn't quite get the book. And explain, like I do in How to Write a Book and Get It Published, Tips and Techniques, not everybody's going to like your writing style, right? No, and no, because we... It's a personal thing, that? and you can't take offense to that. If they bought your book and they just happen to not like your style, it's about your style, not your content. Again, don't worry about it. Not everybody is going to like your book. Don't take it personally. <laughs> Well, I think that's the main thing, isn't it? I think that you we did we discussed. I mean, at the end of the day, I've learned the hard way through podcasting. You're going to have a good month where you're going to have loads of listeners, and then you're going to get a bad month, and then sometimes you'll get put it on YouTube and you'll get two hundred people listening to one thing, and then another week you'll get one person listening to one thing or nobody at all. You cannot predict the trend. It's all to do with holidays. Is it not? If there's anything on telly that's not worth watching, who who likes you? Who likes you? What you do? It's like you say. It's a thousand and one combination of things. You never know the exact answer. say was the number one tip you would give to any author that's starting to think about they listen to this podcast they like the idea about your book they go out and buy your book 
What would you say to them about the first idea, about writing that little idea on a piece of paper or on a tablet or whatever method they use to start their book? What would you recommend they do? Got you, yeah. So you go, characters John and Mary. Uh, John gets killed eventually, so we have that. That's the end of the book. Mary could be the suspect, so that's that bit of the book. But you have to obviously. Thinking it will be in your story outline and a one 
one, two, three, four lines synopsis of what that chapter's meant to entail. Uh, that way, uh, then you go back to your story online and remember your inspiration. Now, uh, Joseph, tell us where we can find your book or any websites you'd like to mention. Joseph, I've always enjoyed talking to you because you're very interesting, you're very knowledgeable and you're always passionate about your books, which I like. I like passion. I thank you for coming on. I recommend, I recommend if you want to read any of my books, you can read my autobiography, which is a diary of an ex-Essex weirdo, which is basically about my life. So, that's a self-promotion. So there you are. <laughs> and it's available on Amazon, people. I think it's about three quid. So three quid of your life is like nothing. Yeah. Which I'll probably only get about 75p of, if I'm lucky. info slash buy your audience can use promo code ghostman 
and get 20% off an autographed copy, plus I'll include free shipping, again, only to U.S. address, because shipping outside the country is too... Oh, yeah, I, 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 yes, I, I know that. Uh, people UK, if you're listening, don't book it, because he'll just go, no, I'm not posting it to the UK. You can send a carrier pigeon over, and if a carrier pigeon can carry it, you're welcome to have it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so... You know, you can buy it at Amazon, yeah, but you're not going to get an autographed copy. Amazon, of course, discounts books, too. Now, you can spend 10 bucks at Amazon if they've got it discounted from the $20 list price, but they're going to then charge you 5 bucks for shipping unless if you're a prime number. So you're spending 15 bucks there. You may as well use the insider code at my site spend that extra dollar and get an autographed copy uh, then you get to brag about having an autographed copy from the author <laughs> anybody can just get a random book from the store <laughs> you know well thank you uh, Joseph for being on my show again I do appreciate it I do understand your time of day and commitment and I will put this on straight away I'll find a picture of your current book so that can be the little insight bit for the audio and I'll put the what the book is about on it you know in the in the description bit so that you can people can see what the book's about I'll, I'll, I'll put I'll put a link because obviously people can just look out the link because, yeah. sometimes you put Amazon and then it goes just goes Amazon I think that's about as much use as a chocolate pudding on yeah. the frying pan. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, you could put the tinyurl.com slash Goodreads giveaway 2023. So again, people can have a chance to read about the book there as well as enter the contest and maybe get a free copy. And uh, again, don't forget the discount code Boatsman at info if you want to buy a copy of the book because in a way these are companion pieces. I mentioned Terrence Wright's coming to a city near you in how to write a book and get it published in tips and techniques because in Terror Strikes, the main character Martin is a journalist who decides to write a book on terrorism. So it's kind of a book within a book, and there's a bit of behind the scenes about writing and publishing in that book also. So, and also, how to write a book, get a publishing tips and techniques. If you buy Terror Stripes, you see how I use those hints, tips, and techniques, and practically apply them to my historical fiction book. You know, see what I mean? They're kind of a companion piece. The book on how to do it, then compared to the book that I wrote, shows you how I applied that those methods. Well, thank you. Right. I should call that 